0: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi there. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Paulette. I'm an editor here at HowStuffWorks. Sitting next to me, as usual, is senior writer Jonathan Strickland. Hey there. And <laughs> it's funny, uh... You've been incommunicado a few days ago when you went to the CES. Yeah. uh, Probably because uh, there were so many new smartphones
1: out there. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. There were quite a few, and I couldn't help but, uh, first of all, gaze at them longingly. And second of all, uh, you know what? There's a funny thing about getting a bunch of uh, journalists and techies together in one place at one time, all of whom have smartphones. Uh. It tends to gum up the signals. There were times where, I mean, Las Vegas—you have to understand—is has got phenomenal connectivity.
0: All sure. right, so in yeah. the
1: in the convention center, there was Wi-Fi, there was three G access, there was edge access. I mean, all this stuff was available, but you also had tons and tons of people and devices using this bandwidth, so it got kind of a. Got kind of difficult to rely upon this, this technology. But there were some really cool ones there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think I may be one of the last people in America to have a dumb phone. Right. Um, actually, my, my, my dumb phone is actually kind of smart because it's got Wi Fi connectivity. So I can go into an area, uh, where there isn't necessarily a signal. And if there's a, a hotspot, it'll connect to it. So, Maybe That's, all phones are getting a little smarter.
1: Yeah, they are. I guess we can kind of sort of define what a smartphone is yeah, versus a regular phone. That'd be a good idea. It's a little it's a little harder to define now because, like you say, a lot of the regular cell phones are now getting the capabilities that traditionally we would call a smartphone capability. Mm-hmm. But let's go back a little bit. We'll talk about some of the early smartphones too, like you know the the, the Palm Trios and the Blackberries and that kind of thing to kind of kind of explain. So a smartphone it uh it can do more than a regular cell phone it it usually there's um at the very least some scheduling software on the phone uh, some sort of calendar program uh there's a, a usually a really complex contacts uh management system mm-hmm. there's usually some form of email on there um it has its own operating system just oh, okay. like a computer would Mm-hmm. Uh, and cell phones do too, but those are usually pretty rudimentary. the The smartphone cell phone, it's comparable to, you know, a severely underpowered computer. But a computer, it's got an operating system just as a computer would.
0: Okay, so if you had, for example, a Motorola Razer, very yeah. popular phone, sure, um, and you compared it to a Blackberry or a Palm Trio, you would see that. Uh, Motorola has its own proprietary Razer operating system that does some of those things that you were talking about. But if you were using the Blackberry, the Blackberry has uh, a more advanced operating system. Palm has the, you know, the Palm OS. Sure. Um, or if you were using a a Windows mobile device, you'd be using A Windows operating system. An iPhone iPhone has an iPhone
1: has its own operating system, uh and of course, there's the Android operating system. And there there are several operating Symbian operating system. There's several operating systems on the market. Uh, They all essentially do the same thing. They all they all act as a foundation for applications okay and these different smartphones have different applications some of them have applications that are analogous to one another others have applications that are peculiar only to you know whichever kind of smartphone you have but the the point is that the smartphone allows you to do way more stuff than just making and receiving phone calls and texts mm-hmm. so browsing the web is another good example a lot of A lot of cellular phones now, you can do some web browsing, but usually you're web browsing on very specific sites that have a mobile device version of that site. Right. And a lot of the smartphones have a large enough screen and and enough processing power that you can go and look at the regular site as opposed to the mobile version of the site. Because the mobile version tends to be stripped down. A lot of the features are gone. But the, you know, a lot of the smartphones you can actually look at the site as it is intended to be viewed. So, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. although it is sort of nice to be able to uh, to see um, something of the entirety of the page versus you know a very very tiny version of the, uh, sure. the official web page, yeah, have yeah. To admit.
1: Now a lot of the a lot of the smartphones also have a, a pretty simple interface for zooming in and zooming out of web mm-hmm. pages, so that you can kind of get around that. You know, you don't have to. You know, you don't have to put on your reading glasses and grab a magnifying glass to read the CNN page because suddenly everything shrunk down to a teeny tiny size. Usually you can expand and contract the window so that you can zoom in on anything that looks interesting. And, uh, if you zoom out, it makes navigating the web page a lot faster. You know, you don't have to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to try and finally get to where you're going. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, for the longest time, these smartphones, they were really the, in the realm of business, I mean, it was it was a, the enterprise, the enterprise, exactly. Stuff. It was it was meant for people who had to stay connected to their office, to their job, while they did lots and lots of traveling, like uh, executives who had to go to a lot of meetings, whether it was on site or off site. The phone allowed them to have a direct connection to things like their email and uh, even their office phone. You could a lot of them would allow you to bridge phone calls from office to your your smartphone. Um, so that they could be extremely responsive. Um, and if something came up, they could act on it immediately as opposed to having to wait to either talk to an assistant or go back to their office or whatever.
0: Well, it makes sense for people who are constantly on the road to be able to have that kind of functionality. I mean, you know, you're in the airport, you're waiting for your luggage if you're one of the people that, you know, checks your luggage, I guess. Sure. Um, fewer in number these days. Now there's a fee for that. Yeah. But, um, you know, you're waiting on something at the airport. You can go ahead and catch up on your email. You can, uh, you know, make a conference call. You've got your calendar right there and it's synced up with the exchange server, um, at your company and you've got all that information. Uh, even the newer GPS phones, you can get directions onto, you know, where your hotel is and move on to that. It, it makes sense that you'd want one device that can handle all those different applications than carrying a PDA and a phone, you know, maybe even a paper planner with you.
1: You know, uh, sure. it, it
0: seems like, uh, it, it would be a valuable tool, at least for the business person. And,
1: and there's a double edged sword there. Yeah. Which mean which is that, people, once they realize you have one of these, know that they can get in hold of you at any time, yes. anywhere. Yes. And so that's the other side of the coin, is that owning a smartphone on the enterprise side, at any rate, means you sacrifice a lot of your, your whatever freedom you may have had during the day because people know they can get a hold of you and get in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't have to go through an assistant, and they don't have to worry about leaving voicemail necessarily because you'll get the the uh, the notification as soon as it happens, assuming your phone is on. And um, that, yeah, I know some people who regret that part of the equation. But then, of course, as I'm sure almost everyone out there has heard, these things are can be very, very addictive. Uh, there's another name for a BlackBerry that's pretty popular, Crackberry. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. because people, once they start using it, they really do become accustomed to it and then they start to depend on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, before too long, it's intervention time.
0: Yeah. The thing is, that's sort of funny about it. You, you would think that that would become. You know, something that you m- might want to get away from, but it seems that more consumers are turning to smartphones.
1: That's true than ever um, before i think I think there are two things in particular that have started to to appear in smartphones that have attracted more and more consumers. ok. The two things I think that have attracted them the most are music players, so oh, yeah. smartphones that incorporate some sort of m p three player and cameras. Okay. A lot of the smartphones now have cameras. I think there's some that have up to, you know, five or six megapixels, which is pretty impressive for a, for a, a a phone. Yeah. You know, for a digital camera, you know, you can get the 10 or 12 or whatever. But for a phone to have five or six, considering that that's not the main purpose of the phone, that's pretty impressive. And a lot of them have multimedia capabilities where you can take a video with your phone and then send it to someone else or, you know, pictures or you can do geo tagging because if it has a GPS system, it can actually detect where you are automatically tag the photos you're making. And then a lot of them have applications where you can do things like interact with services like Facebook. So mm-hmm. you just with the touch of a button send your pictures to your Facebook account. They're already tagged. It can tell people what it is and where it is. It's, you know, it's just making this whole connectivity thing so much easier. Right. So. That, I think, is what pulled people in. Plus, I mean, the prices started going down. A lot of them, a lot of the manufacturers struck deals with carriers. So, for in return for a, uh, like a two year contract with some carrier, you may be able to get one of these smartphones for just a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: on their own, they would be close to 800 or
0: $900. Sure, sure. Um, Yeah, as a matter of fact, I was, I was doing some research on this and industry analyst Gartner said that the smartphone segment of the market, uh, was 16% in the second quarter of 2008. And, um, it was even up 11.5% in the third quarter of 2008, even though we were seeing signs of the economic downturn. It was weak year over year. Um, I think, you know, it's possible that that may even be partly because of the saturation of the market now with smartphones. Um, North America is definitely the fastest growing segment. Um, but there are 36.5 million worldwide, which is r- pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, I would say that there might even be another application, uh, that is more popular in even newer smartphones that, that, uh, might be helping their popularity in addition to the the music and the cameras. What would you say? Games. Games are big. Like if you look at the uh, the iPhone, the iTunes Store, and look at the applications, games Nominated. are huge. Nominated. Absolutely. Uh, even though there are some fantastic productivity and and other applications in there, games are a huge segment. And the ability to um, take your you know photo, video, game, phone calendar email machine with you everywhere you go is pretty compelling.
1: Yeah, I think the iPhone, we can we can probably credit the iPhone with almost single-handedly propelling the smartphone market into the consumer market. Uh, I mean all on its own, pretty much. I mean there there were other people who were buying smartphones for their own use rather than for for the office. Like mm-hmm. you know, you had people who would buy a Blackberry uh, just to have a BlackBerry, not so that they would, you know, suddenly be able to be joined at the hip to whatever company they worked for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the iPhone really—that's the the name of Apple, their reputation for designing really beautiful products that work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really went a long way. And plus, like you say, the applications uh, uh, that that really put iPhone over the top. They had this huge potential. For applications that could do anything. I mean, everything from business, uh, applications to games to social media applications. Mm -hmm. All of that suddenly became available and people said, Hey, I can have a device that's as powerful as a, as a computer, essentially, that lets me do all these things that I do on the computer anyway. Right. Why wouldn't I get one of these instead of getting, you know, another laptop?
0: Well, that's true. Plus, you can make
1: phone calls on it. <laughs>
0: there you go. <laughs> um, and it, 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 the iPhone also inspired a slew of competitors from oh, yeah. people like Samsung and LG and, um, you know, Nokia's come out with uh, a couple that are, are pretty interesting. Um, Blackberry too. I mean, of you've course. got like the
1: Blackberry Curve, the Blackberry Bold, the Blackberry Flip, Pearl yep. Flip. Mm-hmm. But all of those are in some way a, kind of calling out to the consumer market rather than the the traditional business market. And and by that very nature, they are competing with the iPhone.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, most of them use the uh, Symbian or, you know, of course the Blackberries use the RIM operating system that comes with it. But they do have a new competitor, and you've had some experience with that competitor. Would you like to to mention what my my new toy is? Well, for a long time it was rumored that – Search giant Google, you may have heard of them. Yeah. Uh was going to come out with their own phone. And that turned out not to be true. That's true. Yeah. However, yeah. they did come out with their own phone operating system. Yes. And they are partnering with lots and lots of phone manufacturers. And the first to hit the market was HTC, the the Chinese hardware manufacturer. That's true. Um, They've made phones for lots of different people, and some of them, actually, they have a sizable share of the market, except that you might not know it because they actually appear as the T-Mobile something or the Sprint something. Right. Um, They don't appear as the HTC name, but HTC actually is putting their name on the uh, G1.
1: Yes, the HTC G1, also sometimes known as the HTC Dream, runs on the Android operating system. It was one of my Christmas wish list items, and I got it. Hey, it's very nice. Awesome! So yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about my impressions of the phone. If you can't tell, I enjoy it. Um
0: <laughs> It's very it's very like the uh, the iPhone in some respects. It's got the big touch screen. Right.
1: It has a touch screen, it's not multi-touch. It mm. is only single touch. So unlike the iPhone, not multi-touch, that's you know, that's definitely iPhone's got it over that. Uh, iPhone also had a huge jump start in the applications market, and that's still the case. Uh, iPhone has more applications available than Google's, but on the other hand, the Google application system—it's it, open. Anyone can create a, a an application for Android. Uh, they can upload it. Um, you know, they can. It can be featured in Google's site, or you can find it somewhere else. You don't have to go through Google to get an application for your phone. Now, mm-hmm. with iPhone, it's very much a controlled system. Your application for the iPhone has to be approved by Apple and it has to appear in their store in order for you to get your hands on it, unless you have a jailbroken iPhone. Right. Um, but with Google, it's different. You can, you can create an application and host it somewhere. Just let people know where it is and they can go and grab it. It doesn't have to go through Google. Um, Google does have a kill switch, which Mm -hmm. means that they have the option to stop and essentially destroy an application if it turns out to be malicious. Right. So if someone were to make an um, some kind of uh, computer virus or uh, a phishing software or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, Google could step in and intervene before it got out of control. So, um, but yeah, touchscreen device, lots of neat applications. It's got GPS, 3G capability, Wi-Fi. Uh, one downside, mm-hmm. battery life, not so good. Mm. No.
0: But uh, I heard a rumor that they were going to come out with a newer, bigger battery. That might help with that.
1: I've heard that. I've actually (laughs) seen pictures of it. Um, It does look like it would increase the thickness of the phone by quite a bit, which would Mm -hmm. probably turn off some users. Personally, I would would trade the – the, uh, sleekness for the battery life any day. I mean, I, I would much prefer to have my phone last longer. Uh, and it was incredibly useful on my most recent trip to, um, to CES. I actually had my entire schedule down on my phone mm-hmm. and I could refer to it whenever I needed to and see, oh, I need to get to the South Hall because I'm meeting with so-and-so in, in 15 minutes. I'm at the North Hall. How do I sprout wings and fly? But at least it told me what was going on. I right. didn't have to carry around a planner. I didn't have to carry – in fact, on Friday, I was there for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of the CES show. Uh-huh. On Friday, I did an experiment. I did not take my computer with me. Wow! All I took was a backpack to carry all the press kits I was going to get <laughs> and my phone. And you know what? It worked like a charm. I did not need my notebook Computer at all throughout the entire day, I could do everything I needed to do on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sold. I am a wow. I'm a lifetime Android fan. I I really hope that it uh that it takes a good um a good hold on the market and continues to develop because uh, I love it.
0: Wow, that, that's a uh, pretty ringing endorsement.
1: It's an unbiased opinion. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> and uh, just on the CES. Uh, Shout out, um, at the time of our podcast, we had not yet seen one in person, but Palm announced a new phone with a new operating system, touchscreen and a slide-out keyboard called the Palm Pre. Yeah, this thing looks beautiful. And it'll be nice to see. uh,
1: Uh, I've heard nothing but good things. Nothing but good things about it. it. It has the ability to do things like coordinate multiple calendars wow. so that you get a single calendar view. So let's say you want to, you can, you can sync your, your Outlook, your G, Google calendar and your uh, Facebook calendar mm-hmm. onto a single view and see everything that you need to do that day. Cause you, of course, you may not want to put, like, if people have access to your Outlook calendar, you may not want to put, like, little Susie's birthday. Right. Um, or maybe you do. I don't know. But if you don't want to do it and you have it on your Facebook calendar but not your Outlook calendar, this device would let you see all of that in a single view. You don't have to worry about people bugging you about that kind of thing. Um, and it also has the – there's a, it has one of the accessories you were talking about uh, uh, when we had our CES uh, discussion about – Charging wirelessly.
0: Oh yeah, just put it down on a surface and it charges the battery without having to hook it up to something.
1: It's got a magnet, and the magnets align the phone properly with the charger so that it charges exactly the way it's supposed to.
0: Wow, I'd love to see one of those. I used to use a a, an older Palm, so it would be uh, kind of fun to. People were saying that this was Palm's
1: last stand at CES, and I think they uh, I think they pulled it out. Well, I think they, I think that was a successful one. I think they're, you know, if the Palm, if they can deliver it on time to the market, then I think uh, I think they're around for a while longer.
0: Well, if they, uh, they reach out to business and consumers, they'll have a good shot at it.
1: Yep. Wow. Well, this was a good one, yeah. I think. Good conversation. And uh, yeah. we do have an article on how smartphones work. We also have how Google Android works. We have how iPhones work. All of this information can be found right now at HowStuffWorks.com, and we'll talk to you again really soon.
0: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?